Welcome in, everybody, uh, to episode three of the How You Say podcast. I'm Boyd. I'm AJ. Let's get started. So we're going to jump into a quick recap of week one. So starting off with Sexy Centaurs losing handsomely. Get it? Handsomely? That's good. To kickers of people. To <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Boyd had a awesome week. Uh... Basically, Tyreek Hill carried his team along with the Ravens' defense and beat Corey by almost 40 points, 39 points. My team's loaded is basically what we found out last week. Despite a couple of lackluster performances, I had five different guys in double digits, and uh, I'm pretty much unbeatable, I think, is what we found out last week. Okay. Uh, Next up, we had Danny and AJ in a thriller. Uh, came down to Monday night and second game, of Monday. second game of Monday night. Uh, AJ did not have enough in the tank to outlast Danny. Danny took him down in the upset of the week, uh, basically due to AJ starting Saints defense, which got him negative eight, and he lost by ten. Uh, granted, that wasn't the complete difference, but basically, you start any other defense, you get two points from your defense, and you're beating Danny. And instead, yep. Saints. Um, not a whole lot else other than Danny started James Conner, and that accounted for basically 30% of his points. Uh, AJ had a number of guys in double figures, but just wasn't enough to overcome Saints defense. Uh, nice. Next matchup is Laura and Eric. Uh, Laura took down Eric pretty easily. Uh, Eric had a rough week. Marcus Mariota scored negative. And his defense was his highest scoring person, which is never what you want to see. Uh, Laura had a couple of nice performances from Chris Thompson and Melvin Gordon, and that was enough to take the week. Well, when you're kicking defense, are your two highest scorers? That's not good. That's <laughs> not good. Eric, uh, you got work to do. So, next up, we had Andrew versus Christina. Oh, God. <laughs> Just seeing Andrew's new, new team logo. Um... It was highest point score of the week. You would have got nine ninety nine if we were on the old schedule of highest point score gets the money. Mm-hmm. Uh, Christina scored a massive 152 points. Despite having negative two from her defense. Yeah. It could have been even better. <laughs> yeah. Versus Andrew, who, well, let's not talk much about his team either. Uh and then we had uh, Tony versus Barrett. Uh, Barrett again scored a nice little 126 versus Tony's 93. Tony did have some good performances by Drew Brees and Mike Evans, but almost no one else on his team, whereas Barrett's team looks very rounded. Uh, Michael Thomas, Jarvis, Jarvis Landry. There we go. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, who is superhuman. Uh, indeed. Did you watch the game? I did not watch any of the Oh, game. God. It was crazy. Crazy game. Uh, special shout-out to Tony Tanzi. Uh, we've been dogging on your team all year. But lo and behold, he won the nine ninety nine for most points from the Super Bowl winners. Basically due exclusively to Drew Brees. He got a point and a half from Trey Burton. But <laughs> nice job, Tony. Despite the loss, uh, you're making more money than any, any of us right now. Uh, and then the last matchup of the week is our marquee matchup, which was Justin and Holtzclaw. And uh, Justin took him down, just like we thought. Uh, a little bit closer 
Actually, probably not as close as we thought it was going to be. I know it'd be in a 16-point game, but it did come down Monday night, and uh, Witwiz took him down. And so our predictions are standing at 5-1 and one for Boyd, 4-1 and one for myself. Yes, because uh, you refuse to pick your own matchup, which is fine. Which uh, would have meant I would have been 4-2. and two. Well, you're just going to be uh, <laughs> that much behind me when the it's final percentage. season standings it's come out. It's percentage. Maybe it is, maybe it's not. We haven't decided that yet. <laughs> Anyway, so uh, moving along, uh, this was week one of waivers, or like, you know, most of the guys that have played uh, and coming out of waivers, it was the big uh, bidding process. Had some interesting things happen. Uh, last week on the podcast, we said that there was no way to see whether other people have bid. Uh, we were, in fact, wrong about that. You can. Uh, you just go to players, then free agent auction report. And uh, there were some interesting developments. So... Just a note on that, this is only available on the site. It is not available in the app. That is correct. So if you're trying to find it on the app, it's not available. Um, so the biggest bid this week was for a backup running back who may get two carries this week. Mm. TJ Yeldon, uh, $23, bid by Sexy Centos. Corey does love running backs, so that's not surprising at all. We had a contentious bid for um, a 49ers tight end, George Kittle. Yeah. Where three teams bid on him? Uh, four teams. Four teams. Yeah. Wow. And the successful bid was again, Sexy Centaurs. <laughs> uh, Corey's spending money like it's going out of style. So uh, that's fine. Corey, you can have all the backup running backs and San Francisco players that you want. Uh, meanwhile, the rest of us will take the uh, star players that end up coming off the waiver wire. A couple other guys, Dante Pettis went for 15, Jared Cook for 11. Mm-hmm. Uh, as we saw, a little too much money since nobody else bid on those guys, but uh, decent players. And then we had some early morning waiver action, which was nice to see this year. Multiple teams got up early, or mm-hmm. at least before 8 a.m., Yeah, moved their players around. Decided to keep their money close at home. I had to get myself a better kicker because uh, kickers are people too. <laughs> I was surprised by that because your kicker is actually decent. You didn't need to stream him. Nah, he was fine. <laughs> yeah. But I like McManus. He's got a good Twitter account, so I root for him. Uh, okay, so uh, I think kind of the big development last week was James Conner uh, proving that he was in fact worth more than $2 in uh, Danny's team. Uh, basically won because of that matchup, uh, which leads us to our marquee matchup of the week, which is Danny versus Corey. Oh. couple of interesting... Sorry. So one of the big storylines from last week was James Conner switching teams and proving that he was worth well more than $2 uh, that Danny bid for him and basically won him his matchup. Yeah, and so it's interesting for Danny, who is playing Corey in our marquee matchup, but it's interesting, when do you trade James Conner? Like... What would you do if you owned James Conner? Would you trade him right now for, say, a good wide receiver or a RB2? I would ride it out. I think that the perception of him is still part-time running back, and I happen to think he's going to be there for a while. It doesn't look like Le'Veon's coming back anytime soon, so I would ride it out until you know Le'Veon comes back, and then hopefully the rest of my team can pick up the slack by that point. But I don't know that you can get that much for him right now because I think the perception is that he's going to lose that job eventually and so you're not going to have him for the playoff run Mm -hmm. so 
going on to our marquee matchup of the week, which is Corey, former James Connor owner, mm-hmm. to uh, Danny, current James Connor owner. Yeah, big storyline here: the battle for James Connor. We are- also an interesting storyline: uh, the Ezekiel Elliott, Julio Jones trade between these two. So. A lot of, uh, I don't know if you call it bad blood, but there's definitely some lukewarm blood between these two. Um, and uh, for this matchup, uh, we're going to go straight to our esteemed guest uh, for the week, Corey Duncan. So joining us this week, very special guest, sexy centaurs himself, Mr. Corey Duncan. Corey, how you doing today? Doing great. Uh, I assume this is the podcast where we talk about the WNBA Finals, correct? Uh, correct, yes. Who you got? Great. Uh, first of all, uh, I think it's clear that uh, it's the Seattle Storm. Uh, I also can't name any other teams that are in the NBA. <laughs> okay, it's the Battle of Washingtons. It's Seattle versus Washington. Come on, Corey. Mm. Do some research. Yeah. yeah. Do at least more no, research no, no. than you Clearly, did for your fantasy football oh. team. Oh, wouldn't be much. Clearly, this is a, this is a fantasy football podcast, and you know I'm happy to talk about the sexy centaurs all day. Clearly, the best team in the league, despite the 0-1 record. Clearly, but I, I don't well, I don't know if that's where we, we start. I think. That, well, tell us a little bit. Uh, about, tell us a little bit about your team. How are you feeling? Uh, obviously, 0-1 uh, scored some of the fewest points in the league last week. But uh, if there's anybody that does not lack for confidence in this league, it's you. So, how you feeling? Wait, did you just say that I had the fewest points in the league last week? Uh, some of the fewest. One of the fewest. Mm. Yeah, because there's a few people. and uh, We don't need to name who. who. No, like, <laughs> Boyd was not one of the fewest. I was okay. No, I wasn't. So, <laughs> don't try and throw him under the bus. No, the bottom line, uh, Sex Centaurs did not live up to their potential in week one. Uh, disappointing performances from our star running backs. Uh, our two first-round picks, Kareem Hunt, Ezekiel Elliott, neither one of them scored the 20 to 27 points that we'll probably get almost every other week this year. <laughs> uh, and it was overall disappointing, but, you know, it's, it's really hard to win, period, when the other team has Tyreek Hill scoring a touchdown on almost every touch. Uh, maddening, maddening uh, performance that I had to witness on television uh, as Kareem uh, Hunt wasn't doing anything at all, but Tyreek Hill gets the ball a punt, returns it for a touchdown, gets it on a pass. So, what you're saying is you could have used a running back, which was of value this week. Mm. Like, Mm. who was like a top two, maybe top three running back this week? Freely available on the waiver wire. You know what? I I don't know. I I mean, probably nobody (laughs) that used to be on the Sexy Centaurs. Well, you know, I think you guys you guys forget that he was dropped at a time when uh, that was unclear. <laughs> Available to the two of you as well. Of course. Uh, and you place, place no bids on this guy. But I think what's, what's interesting about this James Conagher thing is uh, how excited everyone is about him uh, to the point that uh, I don't know if you guys are uh, totally up to date on the happenings of the league. I'm sure you'll probably discuss this in the episode, but uh, Danny made another trade to offload another running back because he has such confidence in uh, our boy here, James Conner, that he thinks he's going to be a starter the rest of the year, I think. Uh, I'm not so sure. So what is this uh, trade you're talking about? Well, there was a trade that just went through. Uh, Danny and uh, Holtzclaw, 
executed a trade. Um, Holtzclaw has been on the uh, prowl trying to get a running back since the draft when he only drafted one. And uh, he got Isaiah Crowell, he of the Ezekiel Elliott trade, and uh, in return uh, sent uh, Randall Cobb over to Danny. Breaking news. Isaiah Crowell for Randall Cobb. Big trade. Uh, Well, thank you for coming on the podcast and letting us know the breaking news. We sure do appreciate that. So, well, this is the thing. This is this is why you need me to come on this podcast <laughs> to inform you about things. You guys clearly don't follow a lot of things going on in this league. Um, you're yep. just guided on a lot of things you say. And, and in fact, this is this is really one of the big reasons why I wanted to come on the podcast. Uh, you two, I feel you're a little bit like President Trump making a speech. <laughs> we pretty much make up everything in the morning. Yeah, you're, you're using your platform to push your misguided worldviews on all of us. It's not nonsense that's presented as fact. You're inciting hate speech against poor league members like Danny and Tony without the opportunity for them to defend themselves. This well, no, and you. We also shit on you. basic human rights, guys. I'm here to, to be the voice of the people. Well, we I'm appreciate that. I'm here to represent the rest of the league okay, and let them well, know that they're not alone, and there are people that hold you to in check and let you know you're not always right. And uh, I have some notes, if, uh, if you don't mind. Oh, no, well, well, no, 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 I don't think, means. no, no let's, we let's don't have hear. time. But this is yeah, a good... So let's, start, let's start with some things here. So uh, just a couple of fact checks. Uh, some of them, you know, sometimes you guys are saying some good things. Sometimes there's some things that are misguided. Uh, sometimes there's just some interesting opinions that, uh, you know, in the, the light of the next week, we can uh, rep- recognize and not quite so So, Corey, you're being a little bit checks. long-winded here, like as Andrew Wee would fine, say. That's fine. Just, you, you just let me get to it here. So, point number one here, uh, you guys were saying that there is no way on the league portal that you can see who bid on what. That's an important note. I want to make sure everyone knows there is a place where you can do this. So, so we were just uh, about, we just talked about that, Corey, about five minutes ago in the podcast. <laughs> the part that's going to be recorded after this? What's point number two? Well, now you're throwing me off here. Is that something that you talked about? I don't recall that in the podcast. It. It just happened five minutes ago, Corey. Keep up. Come on. Point number two. So confused. I feel like this is like when we're uh, on WhatsApp and you're, you're sending me messages and I'm not sure what they mean. Uh, so the other part is... Corey, I'm uh, no help to you right now. I'm, I'm just in shock right now at my, my radio partner. Just Let's just plow right through them. That's the best thing to do. Point number two. So there's uh, there was a moment when you guys were talking about my team in fact, uh, and so I think this is obviously a, a point where I can help you uh, you were talking about the fact that I didn't have a kicker and there was a moment where you guys were trying to guess who was going to be dropped when I pick up the kicker Correct. Um, Boyd was pretty sure that I was going to drop a 49er yep. uh, AJ went further and guaranteed that it was going to be Marlon Mack yeah. um, and I'm here to tell you that that's not what happened John. <laughs> okay uh, I, I do have both of the 49ers backs uh, until today. Uh, the guy I dropped was uh, Matty Ice, uh, Matt Ryan, and I just uh, thought that that was a surprising point of view that you guys had, given how interested I am in having all the running backs 
Why would I cut one of my running backs? Well, now you did eventually drop Alfred Morris, so my prediction was it just it took a little time to percolate to the surface. Okay, point yeah. number three. Come on. So uh, the other part is uh, the averages that you guys were talking about. I just wanted to let you know I did a little bit of data crunching. Just oh, like perfect. The league so uh, you were talking about wide receiver ones last year. AJ, you thought maybe 18 to 20 points was the average that a wide receiver one would have scored. Based on last year's data in our league, 12.7. Mm, so okay. uh, Boso, you were a lot closer there with your 13 to 14 approximation. Booyah. On the, on the running back side, AJ, 22 points was your approximation. I think you were thinking about team or running backs that were on my team. Uh, <laughs> the actual average for a running back one in our league was 14.8 points. Okay, okay. Uh, so again, Boyd was closer, but you overestimated 18, point, or 18 to 19. Was so still a spread, but that's, a smaller spread than we were thinking. And so I think that's, uh, that's probably one of the things to think about uh, why I didn't cut Marlon Mack, because he's probably going to average 15 points a game. Probably. All right. Well, let's uh, let's go ahead and look ahead to this week. Uh, you and Danny are marquee matchup of the week, both because your uh, willingness to trade with one another, as well as the James Connor connection, uh, former sexy centaur, current in Shanahan we trust member. How you feeling? Obviously, uh, you always feel great about your team, but you think you're going to take him down? Well, I think that's that's. Uh obviously what I'm going to say, but I think it's more than just a feeling here. I think we started to talk about Connor a little bit there. Uh, I do think that Connor's going to be a guy who's going to be scoring a lot of points and probably something that I'm fearing this week. Uh, But honestly, I'm not really scared of the rest of it. Uh, I think Patrick Mahomes scored a lot of points last week, but had a couple of cheap things. Uh, Two of his touchdowns weren't really touchdown passes. I don't know if you guys were watching the game. There were the plays where the receiver runs right in front of him and he basically hands it to him, but because he handed it forward, it was a forward pass and they scored two touchdowns that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not sure that he's going to have a huge game again this week. Royce Freeman got out-touched by the second running back on the Broncos, Phil Lindsay. And so what does Danny do? He picks him up and he has both running backs for the Broncos currently in his starting lineup. I'm not sure if that's the best way to play it. Mm-hmm. So you would say uh, that's an ill-advised yeah, it's an interesting move. It's an interesting move. <laughs> Jimmy Graham, uh, I have him in a couple other leagues. Uh, he didn't do a whole lot, and I'm not sure uh, what's going to be the story here in terms of whether or not the Packers want to involve him. Bottom line, guys, I'm not that scared. Okay, so from your team, what's point here is Alex Smith. That's your closing point, Alex Smith? Yeah, Okay. So that's the guy <laughs> who's going to outperform the most based on projections. I mean, he's still projected for 19.8. Yeah. So ESPN loves him uh, even as more than much. Corey does. Oh. As much? I don't know. Mm. As much. Corey, can you tell us who the human is on your centaur? Is that Tim Tebow? Uh, excellent question, boy. Yes, in fact, that is Tim Tebow. Okay. <laughs> uh, you know, I think that's... that's the most obvious torso to put on a horse uh, <laughs> in terms of a centaur being sexy. Well, of course. Okay. I'm surprised you couldn't find a Jimmy Garoppolo uh, centaur picture somewhere. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I have one of those. I mean, Maybe what else I do don't. you do at work all day besides, uh, you know, put Jimmy Garoppolo's face on other sexy beings? Well, send trades yeah, I mean, there, to everyone. There, no. there are certain centaurs that go up on the league page. There are certain centaurs that are just for me. Ah, ah there okay. it is. 
All right, Corey. Well, uh, I think we're going to let you go, but thank you so much for joining us on the podcast this week, and we'll probably see you in uh, 10, 11 weeks when we uh, cycle back through everybody. Thanks, guys. I really got to say, I think this went really smoothly. Yes, it did. <laughs> yes. Thanks, Corey. Thanks, Corey. So now that that's all taken care of and over with, and maybe never to be talked of again, what do you think of the matchup, boy? I still like sexy centaurs. Uh, as much as it pains me to give Corey any dap on this podcast, considering he just ripped us for 15 minutes, uh, he's got a good team. I mean, as much as his team underperformed last week, I feel like it was a little fluky. Uh, I think I would have beat him, you know, 14 weeks out of 14, but he's still got a good team. Kareem Hunt and Ezekiel Elliott is one of the best one-two running back punches in the league. Uh, his receivers are decent. I still like Corey Davis, uh, Alex Smith. All he does is win, mm-hmm. uh, including fantasy matchups. So um, I kind of like his team. Uh, I guess we'll go through it player by player. Yeah, like I I agree with you uh, where I definitely like the... It is the current KC quarterback versus the former KC quarterback. Yep. Smith versus Mahomes. Smith versus Mahomes. It's Boomer Bust Mahomes versus Smith, who did have some Boomer Bust weeks last week, last year, but he's more of a hey, he's going to dunk some passes off, get you your yards, get you your points. Uh, I I especially like so uh, Kareem Hunt. I really like, and Corley seems to love, because when I inquired generally about the availability of his players, he said, I could not afford Kaleem Hunt. Mm. Uh, yeah, down the board, I think other than Julio, Jones, uh, maybe Blandon Cooks, maybe he's good, maybe he's not this year. Well, now, hold on a second. This, hap- this matchup's a little more interesting than you're giving it credit for. I mean, running back wise, we'll say... Slate of running backs. Uh, we got Kareem Hunt and Ezekiel Elliott for Corey versus Royce Freeman, James Conner for Danny. Yeah, you give Corey the edge, but I mean, I like Conner a little better than Kareem Hunt this week. Of course. Uh, if you go match up RB1 versus RB1, uh, maybe you go Zeke over Conner and, and definitely Hunt over Royce Freeman. Yeah. Uh, but receivers, I think I like Danny's receivers better than Corey's receivers. Danny's got Julio and Brandon Cooks, mm-hmm. and. Corey's got Corey Davis and Allen Robinson. I, I like that pair better. Uh, Julio obviously showed yeah. that he's still productive even when the Falcons <laughs> kind of suck. Uh, and Brandon Cooks is, he just, you know, slid but, right into that Rams offense. And that's a, that's an offense you want a piece of because they're going to be the best offense in football this year. Still, like Kittle over J- Glam right now, for sure. And Lynch over Lindsay. Like, in between Lindsay and Freeman, one of them will get points. They're not both going to get points, right? Or they're not going to both get high value over 15 points. Right. I'm expecting about 25 points between them, right? Wow. That's... Uh, high, I know. <laughs> that's optimistic. I think you're probably looking at like 15 between the two of them. I mean, one of the two of them get a touchdown, but I don't think either one of them get over 50, 60 yards. Uh, so we give Corey the edge in the flex and then defense, Corey Jaguars, Danny Broncos... Uh, I think I kind of like Broncos D. They're facing Oakland, yep. and Jaguars are facing New England. I mean, yep. granted, Jaguars is a better defense, but Broncos have a better matchup. Yeah. Uh, and, and then kickers, uh, who cares? Yeah, uh, they're both inside, so there won't be any crazy missed field goals or missed extra points. Mm. 
that one has a high potential for being a miscall for next week. But we'll, we'll <laughs> let the caller next week call us out on that one. All right, they're so, both inside. They're both dome. They're playing in Dallas and Indianapolis. So you're not going to miss. Uh, Vinatieri is in Washington. And that turf sucks, oh. as we found out from the Seahawks wildcard game from Russell's rookie game. Anyway, <laughs> okay. we digress. Um, so I like Corey. You like... I will go with... I am doing some quick math in my head. Quick math. Oh, Danny, I want to call you in the upset. Mm. But I will go with Corey. Oh, couldn't make it in the upset special. Okay, so now we're just going to do our quick fire... Picks of the week. So starting off with Boyd versus Andrew. Are you going to pick your own matchup again? I sure am. Okay. It's going to be my thing. It's going to be great. Okay. So you're going to pick yourself. I sure am. So looking at the matchup, Boyd is a uh, favorite by six points. And I will agree with that. I'll pick Boyd. Excellent. We're in agreement. Uh, next matchup, we got AJ and league leader, Christina. I will not pick. So noble of you. Um, I will pick this one. I'm going to go with Christina. She's not even starting to kick her, and she's projected to beat you by 10 points. Okay. Uh, her team is pretty good, and I'm looking forward to them not being as good uh, anytime. Okay, next matchup is Law versus Tony. I, I have to go with Law. The projection's just way... Well... They're projecting uh, Sony Michelle, Sony Michael, Sony Mikkel for 4.8 points. If he is productive, he's probably going to get score more than that. Well, he's facing Jacksonville, so we'll see. Um, yeah. I'll also go Laura. Uh, projected for a 21.1 point victory. And um, I think I'm going to pick against Tony every week until Bruno. I'm sorry, Tony. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know you're beating all of us right now, but... Uh, you got, you got work to do in your skill positions there. Uh, next up, we got Barrett and Baker. Who you like in this one? Ooh, close matchup, 1.6 point, uh, 1.6 point uh, split between, and who has the edge? Baker has the edge. Oh, yeah, Gurley's going to go to town against Arizona. I I think Gurley, yeah, and then against Cleveland. Who's yep. got Cleveland? Uh, Michael Thomas. Okay. So I will Sounds go, like you like Barrett in this one. Yeah, I'm picking Barrett. Let's make it interesting. Give me Baker. Okay. Uh, last matchup of the week, we got Eric and Holtzclaw. Uh, we got a 8.2 point... Favor for Holtzclaw. Uh, I think I'm going to go with Holtzclaw this week. Didn't like him last week in a close matchup, but uh, he's now starting Isaiah Crowell uh, as his second running back, which is a lot better than Latavius Murray, and I like his receivers. Yep. And he's got Gronk, so yep. I'll take Holtzclaw this week. I will too. I will say Holtzclaw. Are you going to pick another team name, or are you going to try and get Patrick Mahomes? It's a little uh, interesting that we have... We had a request this week, and we decided to take it this week. We love listener requests. Bring them on, guys. This podcast is, is for you. Maybe. It's not really for you. <laughs> so the request was 
Why did I draft the New Orleans defense? Second defense off the board, AJ. I, in a little bit of a head scratcher. In the 10th round? In the 10th round. It was your last pick, or so I'll, I'll, I'll give you that. But second defense off the board, like you were all boned up on New Orleans defense with Minnesota defense still on the board. I agree. Denver. I, uh, what I were think you thinking that, there? What were you thinking drafting a defense that was going to get you negative eight points in week one? They look good at the end of last year. Mm-hmm. They looked like they were going to improve. And they were playing a backup uh, quarterback. So I thought, why not? Yeah, but Fitzpatrick is magical. That's why his nickname is Fitzmagic. <laughs> yeah, and then he sometimes scores you negative points. Uh, sometimes. As I have found out. <laughs> I want to know if anyone's actually going to start Fitzpatrick this week. Mm, he probably no- not. Why not? He's I'm magical. Uh, he is magic. I did just say that. <laughs> uh, Corey, if you need a quarterback, I know uh, Alex Smith is your mistress, but uh, Brian Fitzpatrick is amazing at football, as we just found out. Anyway, uh, that should about wrap it up for the week. I hope you guys enjoyed listening, uh, and we will catch you next week. Okay, bye for now.